Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Well, uh, next up is Jeff, who is uh, acting sergeant here at the Colwick Police, but he'll give you a bit of a rundown on where he's come from professionally and what he's seen and some reinforcement of some of the things that Bambi said. So please welcome Jeff. Thanks very much. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you all for coming along to this forum. Bambi's done a good job, probably touched on most of the things I'm going to talk about. And I'd like to thank OCR for putting on the presentation. A bit about myself, I'm an acting sergeant currently uh, at the Colac Police Station. been a policeman for 29 years now. My background, I transferred to Colac about three years ago. My background before that, I spent 12 years in crime scene examination. The Geelong Crime Scene Office, we attended volume crimes such as burglaries, theft from motor vehicles theft of motor vehicles, property damage. So I've got a fair insight into what criminals do when they come to your house and how they get in, what sort of property they target, just the methods they use. So I've probably been to thousands of burglaries over my time. I'll first uh, talk about residential burglaries. Uh, As Bambi said, we need to lock up our houses, doors and windows, make sure they're closed. 15, 20 years ago, you could live in a community like Colac and say, yeah, no worries, I'll just go out for half hour and I'll leave the house unlocked. Times have changed, people have changed. You can't do that anymore. You have to lock up as secure as you can. I don't want to scare everyone, but you just need to lock up. Burglaries, mostly they occur during the day when people are not home. The criminals will find doors unlocked, windows unlocked and get in that way, but they also do force entry when they're trying to get into your house. They don't want to be carrying jemmy bars and breakers kits around on the street because they might get pulled up by the police and found with those items in possession. So what they will do sometimes is use implements left around the house, like shovels, picks, axes, stuff that's not securely stored at your house to use to force entry into your house. It's become more prevalent these days with the um, increased security with cars. Like you don't steal cars, modern cars, like Bambi said, without key fobs or remote controls. They just can't force entry because the immobilisers are on the vehicles. Every car comes with a couple of sets of keys. If you've got your car, you've got one set of keys, but there's also a spare set of keys left at the house. And most of the times you'll find them in the kitchen bench, the hallway drawer... What I can suggest is secure your keys. Your second set of keys, either leave them at a neighbour's place so you've got access to them or a friend or relative that lives in town as well or hide them securely around the house because what will happen is they will commit their burglary, they'll take some property, they'll find those keys and they'll say, all right, I've got access to a vehicle I can use unlawfully. I've had instances where the house has been burgled during the day, the owner comes home from work and finds the house has been burgled while they're inside cooking dinner. They hear their car start up. The criminals come back, broad daylight, and take the car. So reduce their access to the second set of keys. And we touched on aggravated burglaries. That's the, the definition of an aggravated burglary is the premises is broken into while someone's home. Uh, there's the next step on the aggravated burglaries where someone gets assaulted, but they are, they are very far and few between. It's just the definition of the aggravation circumstances is someone is home and the offender knows that someone is home. So they mainly occur at night when you're tucked up in bed and you haven't locked your doors or windows. They'll sneak in. First thing they see is a set of car keys, a wallet, mobile phone sitting on the hallway table or in the kitchen table, far away from your bedroom. They'll sneak in, they'll grab that and they're gone. You won't even know that they've been in there until you wake up in the morning and can't find your car keys. You look outside and your car's gone. What I do personally, I put my car keys, my wallet and my phone on my bedside table because the offenders 
won't want to come into your bedroom with the chance of disturbing you, waking you up, being able to be identified. It's the last thing they want. They just want to sneak in, take stuff and go. But the first thing is lock your house. They'll try a door handle. They're not going to force entry at night because that's going to make noise and that's going to wake you up. So that's the last thing they want to do. Lock up and they'll go somewhere else. If you've got jewellery and stuff like that, this is for property being stolen. Grab your phone camera, take a photo of your jewellery because sometimes we do search warrants and we find jewellery and we cannot find owners so they go to public auction. If you've got a photo of your jewellery, we can say, yep, that's it and return to its rightful owner. Take the photo, store them securely and then it gives us an option. Also, recording serial numbers of electronic items such as mobile phones, laptop computers, tablets, iPads, everything like that. Just take the serial numbers. Again, we do search warrants, we find multiple of these items and everyone said yeah i had an ipad 2 stolen what makes that ipad any different from the one that we found serial number will say yes that's your ipad here you go you can have it back alarms are good in houses but they're not going to stop offenders it may be a deterrent is if there's a big box with a flashing light saying i've got an alarm and stickers i'm going to alarm it's a deterrent it's not going to stop your house from getting broken into it will limit the time that they are able to spend in your house looking for stuff. Because if they're inside and alarm's going off, they don't want to be in there because it won't be too long before some neighbour sticks their head out and goes, what's that alarm? And has a look. Just limits the time that they can be inside your house searching for stuff. I've been to jobs where there's no alarms and by the, the look of it, the offenders have spent an hour inside the house. The place was completely ransacked and they were looking for everything. Uh, but alarms will limit the time that they can spend in your house. CCTV, as Bambi said, it's not going to prevent your house getting broken into, but it will give us another tool to investigate your crime, to help catch and probably prevent another person being broken into. Internal garage doors. If you've got a lock, lock it. Because, like Bambi said, remotes in vehicles. If your vehicle is unlocked and you've got your remote, they just got to press the button, in they go. Your internal door in the garage is unlocked, they're in your house. It's not real hard at all. It doesn't take them too long. Lock your garden shed so it limits access to any tools that they can do to break into your house. Commercial burglaries, uh, shops, retail premises. Make sure your locks are all of sturdy construction. We often don't find businesses being left unlocked, so people lock, do lock up with businesses. Try not to leave large sums of money on site because uh, that's what criminals do. They want free money. So if they break into a premises and find $5,000, that's a good night for them. It's not a good night for your business. So try to limit, if you have to go to the bank at the end of the day, go to the bank, bank it. I've seen people put their takings in a safe, one of those Bunnings safes, and then bolt it to a shelf. Criminals come in, they grab the whole shelf and walk out the door, and they'll break into the safe later on. So if you're going to use a safe, make sure it's secured to the floor, the wall, really securely, so they can't get it off the wall. I used to tell shopkeepers, I know that businesses have to keep floats in their cash registers. I sort of discouraged that. I said... Grab your insert out of your cash register, put it on the ground in front of the front door. So if a criminal comes to the front door, he sees the cash register insert's empty. Oh, there's no money here for me. I'll go to the next premises. Make sure the police have up-to-date contact details. In the event, if something does happen to your premises, we can get onto you straight away. Uh, I'll just touch on some stuff with theft from motor vehicles. We occasionally get an increase in theft from motor vehicles in Colac, and predominantly we find that most of the vehicles that are targeted are unlocked. So lock your car, and most cars these days have got the remote. We have people saying, yeah, I locked the car, I locked the car, and 
we inspected the car, there's no damage. No, you haven't. You maybe pressed the wrong button. You've pressed the unlock button. So press your button, tug on your door handle, see if your door's locked, just to double check. It astounds me what people leave in their cars. Uh, car keys, sitting in the ignition. Oh, my car's been stolen. How'd it get stolen? Oh, I left my keys in the ignition. you just got to help yourself. You can't leave these things in cars. We've had wallets, purses, laptops, expensive camera equipment, all in clear view. If they see something that they want, if it's a bag of smelly old clothes, but it's a bag still, they will smash a window. If you're going to leave a bag, put it in the boot, out of sight. Take your purses, your wallets inside with you. Like credit cards are so easy these days to just tap. You can go around to places and tap, 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 up to 100 bucks. They can get away with three or 400 bucks before you even notice that your wallet's been taken, your credit card's been used by the morning. And in several locations, could be Cole, it could be Geelong, could be Ballarat. They move fairly quickly once they've got access to your funds. If your credit cards are stolen and you notice they've gone out of your wallet, contact your bank immediately and put a hold on or put a cancellation on your cards. There's also, if you, your card's linked to an online account, if you can see that the card has been used, make a note of where the card has been used. And when you report it to the police, let them know exactly when, what times the card has been used because it's a really good investigative tool for us and because there's CCTV cameras at point of sale and it will, may help to identify who's got your card. I think that's about it from me. Thank Thanks you. for listening. Thank you.